There is nothing worse than going to a doctor's appointment, expecting to be the center of attention, and then your doctor seems like they have better things to do and better places to be. You know, instead of listening to you intently, asking you how you feel and help you along, the doctor is just checking their watch, ready to get out of there. Well, on ZocDoc, you'll find quality doctors who focus on you and listen to you to prioritize your care. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. So no more playing Dr. Roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor that you haven't even met yet. Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. So go to ZocDoc.com Tim and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash Tim. ZocDoc.com slash Tim. Five, four, three, two, one. Loving you is easy because you're beautiful. Do, 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 do. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, everybody just turned off. <laughs> they said, no, I'm tired of this foolery. You know, every once in a while I get a comment that's like, stop singing before each episode. And I say, no, no. Stupid idiot. This is a thing that happened and I like it a lot. All right. Um, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to the No Chaser Podcast. I'm Tim Chantharangsu. I'm Ricky Shop. I'm Nikki Blaze. For the record, before we started singing, Rick was telling me how ashy I am. And I am oh. very ashy today. Uh, and some of you out there might say, but Tim, you Asian. How do you get ashy? Uh, and I'll tell you this, guys. I get... I get ashy. I'm extremely dehydrated. (laughs) It's like ashy does not discriminate against skin color. Yeah, exactly. People used to think it did. It does not. (laughs) Yeah. For one, I get very ashy. I'm also just a dehydrated person. Um, I've told this story before, but back in first grade, my first best friend ever, Jonathan Phillips, who I met in preschool, he is the first person to introduce me to the term ashy. Um, He's black in case you're wondering, but that is neither here nor there. He looked at my legs and he said, damn, Tim. Well, I guess it is important to this part of the story. He said, damn, Tim, you get black people ashy. And I said, what does that mean? (laughs) What does that mean, white Chris? (laughs) I don't think you should be saying that. But no, uh, Jonathan Phillips told me that. Uh, He's Jamaican, in case you're wondering. Uh, (laughs) And he also used to do this. He put me onto this. I feel like I've told this story before, just like all the other ones. But so when we were just running around little dirty ass little kids in fucking like elementary school, whatever, we didn't carry around lotion back then. So when we were super ashy, we would go to the bathroom and get the liquid soap, the soap and and put that on our legs to get unashy. Right. And then so and then I would go home at night forgot that i put soap all on my legs be in the shower like why am i so sudsy <laughs> before for no reason oh yeah <laughs> hygiene is so different for a lot of people 
Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about this. Blades, I'm glad you brought that up. Speaking of hygiene, some celebrities have come out recently saying mm-hmm. they don't shower every day necessarily. Okay. Uh, I think it was Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis. Yes. And also Kristen Bell and her husband, Dak Shepard, were talking about their children, how they don't bathe their children until they stink. Yuck. Yeah. So in a couple interviews that recently came out, Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher actually were discussing the fact that they don't use soap and they kind of just like wash their bodies and let the water flow over them and they don't really scrub anything. And then Kristen Bell was doing an interview and her husband there uh, was with him with her and they agreed with it and they talked about washing their children and how they don't wash their kids until they smell because that's biology telling us that that's bacteria and we need to wash it off. Dax then said in the interview, yeah, we used to wash the kids every day, but then we kind of started to forget And now we don't remember when we do it. So when they smell, we wash them. But so much happens before you get stinky. Are they vegan? I actually don't know. Hmm. I do not know. Let me ask this to my white listeners. Is this a white people thing? Because I don't know anyone else that doesn't do this. Okay. Mm, Yeah. Uh, now, granted, as a grown-ass man, mm. especially when I was living alone, sometimes I'll be like, fuck, I'm so tired. Everybody goes to sleep funky sometimes, mm-hmm. right? It happens. And granted, it happens. It happens. Yeah, it happens. And yeah. granted, there were also times when I was like, all right, I don't have time for a shower. I'm just going to wash my balls and my feet and my yeah. face, right? You hit the the problem areas, which I think I heard Ashton say that. Yeah, kind yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um. But it's never a conscious decision. It's never like tonight. I'm I'm only gonna wash my button balls. Uh, I I'm not gonna bathe. You it's feel a, me? It's a B and B night. It's a B. It's a B and B night. Um, because I feel like also there's so many things. Like, okay, do you remember Rick? Okay, this is this is a question for Rick Nikki Blades because this has to do with our dicks. Okay, mm. Rick, do you remember the first time you were washing yourself? <laughs> and you found some like schmegma on your dick. I have never had schmegma. Never ever. Never. Okay, so check this out. I remember being a little kid. If y'all don't know, are you familiar with schmegma, Nikki Blades? What? Uh, like, actually, no, I don't know. So schmegma is the white kind of white film under your foreskin, under a man's foreskin. Oh. If he's not washing his penis, they say that like you know when they make the argument for circumcision. They say that like, you know, you're more likely to build up schmegma under your foreskin because you got to peel the skin all the way back. and more Something s- like discharge for men? Kind of, sort of. It's, it's, but it's not so much of a discharge and more of like a oh, buildup. Build oh, okay. Got it. So I remember being a little ass kid and um, I don't know if I was just like, maybe this was just my, when my parents were just beginning to let me bathe myself mm-hmm. uh, and I wasn't aware of how much of my foreskin I had to peel back. But I remember being like, peeling my dick skin back and being like, Oh, this is this is uh this is stinky. This 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 is what's going on in my dick right mm-hmm. now. This, this substance is is gross and I okay. should I should clean this off, right? And uh I feel like if they're letting their kids get to a point where they're like outside body is stinky, mm-hmm. it's probably so much going on in the folds and crevices, and crevices yeah. that is just there building up. Yeah. 
that's pretty gross. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of what they're doing over there with I, the kids. Yeah, I, I part of what they were trying to say is like you're not supposed to wash off your natural oils and which I've and heard those before. Things, yeah. which we do know there's certain things like I do not wash my hair every day, but if I am working out and I am sweaty. That means my scalp is getting sweaty. So I'm going to wash my hair at the sacrifice of like, maybe it's not going to be as hydrated, but I need to clean my scalp because that's gross. Mm. But some people just think that their body is supposed to function naturally and they don't want to add anything to it. Your question, if they're vegan, I think that's valid because there's a lot of people uh, in that lifestyle that believe certain products that you put on your body like they can't be tested on animals or anything like that and if they're really vegans yeah. they don't use a lot of those things and i, I hear uh vegan people don't stink much like i hear your uh, diet that- plays a big role mm-hmm. in your stink okay that's interesting because i was gonna say this like even if you believe that you shouldn't be washing off all your natural oils which okay i kind of can understand right because like yeah i know like soaps and shit can dry you out actually right Mm -hmm. so but at the same time i feel like bathing isn't just for you it's for the people around you it's a considerate thing Mm -hmm. and you don't run out of natural oils those glands are not (laughs) just on the outside you're not like oh my god i only have two percent oil left stop (laughs) washing me there's gonna be more yeah as somebody who works out a lot you get funky because yes, that is bacteria. There's things that you touch and when you're going outside or like your clothes or it, that's why you smell. Yes, it is the mixture of sweat and bacteria. And if you have a clean diet, even if you have a clean diet, you don't sweat certain uh, smells. So that's why they say you can kind of tell what somebody's eating or drinking. Like if you've ever been hung over, like the next day sweats of whatever you ate the night before or drank, sometimes you can smell the vodka coming out mm-hmm. of your pores. Right. So imagine if somebody has a really clean diet, they don't smell the same, but you still are moving and you're yeah. sweating and that's yeah. going to build up eventually. Because let me tell you, as a person who works out very little, you still get stinky, man. <laughs> so check this out. I knew a girl, me and Rick both knew this girl, who was dating a vegan boy. And she was like, oh my God, he's vegan. His cum tastes like candy. I believe it. Oh, he's a vegan with diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> Too much sugar. <laughs> Too much sugar in there. I was drinking all that pineapple juice. Here's another debate that's been popping up on Twitter lately in terms of... Uh, uh, your body, right? And cleansing yourself. And Rick actually put me on game a few years ago. Um, I used to just shower, scrubbing myself with my hands. I never used a rag of any sort or a loofah. Like up until like my college days when Rick was like, yeah, man, y'all got to use a, a washcloth. Um, I was like, oh, I never did that. I would just like lube up the soap in my hands i would like lather up my whole body and i would like scrub i would definitely like scrub like you know i would scrub off dirt and shit but i never used a rag or loofah of any kind until rick brought up one day he was like yeah nah i use a washcloth i was like oh for real and multiple yeah like a body and a face yeah 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 well you know switch them out and you wash them and you get another one well what i do now is like I'll, i'll uh I'll wash, I'll, I'll take the washcloth, I'll get the initial shit off my face, then I use my face soap on my face, and I'll use, like, 
the other side of that cloth for my body. <laughs> that's what I do. That's my routine now. But up until like, you know, when I was like, maybe like, tw- I want to say like 20 something, I never used washcloths. Uh, do y'all, I mean, I know Rick does. Nikki Blaze, are you a washcloth person? Oh yeah, loofahs, washcloths, uh, scrubbers, like the back scrubbers, sometimes the uh, yeah. sponges. I've gone through a bunch of different types. My skin has always been very complicated. So I felt like I've had to go through different things. Like the washcloth, I never felt like I got like a good enough scrub sometimes. So I have- Right. So I like the exfoliants and those types of things. But definitely, I never, ever just used my hand. People are saying now, like, oh, those towels, they get full of bacteria. You're just putting more bacteria on your body. It's like, like, yeah, it's more than one. Yeah. Yeah. So do people actually believe that the loofahs or these like washcloths that you have, is that all like you they think you only have one of them? Uh yeah, and they think like after one use, it's hanging there and it's just a full a petri dish of bacteria, and then you put it back on your body. Not I mean, exactly. y'all use the same toothbrush that's next to your toilet. I let me cap t- on mine. <laughs> let me tell y'all something. I got a cap on mine too. Chia got so pissed at me the other day, and I understand. I get it because. All right, so lately I got this habit, right, where I don't want the poo particles to go everywhere when I flush the toilet. So I always close the lid before I flush. It's something I heard you should do, right? So the poo particles don't go everywhere because I heard they can get all over everywhere, get off your toothbrush, whatever, whatever, right? But sometimes I poo, I close the lid, I wet wipe, I get up check my phone, wash my hands. Your boy forgets to flush sometimes. Question, where's the wet wipes going? Uh, trash can. I I, I bought the flushable wipes because I couldn't get down with that concept. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see how you're looking. But then I just got bidets. No, okay. we, oh, well, well, have we not discussed this before? Well, oh, no, no. I've talked about this with, with, um, with Sherry, Sherry uh, Cola. What I would do is I'll wipe my ass until there's no poo visible on the, on the toilet mm-hmm. paper. And then I go to the wet wipes. That's what I do. So okay. Not don't poop so there's no poop. Okay. In the okay. Because yeah. that's why I was like, what, would you get, just got a shitty ass trash? No, no, no. I'll, I'll, wipe, I'll wipe my ass until like I see nothing. Okay. And then I wet wipe. Okay. And then I throw those in the trash can. But- so I've been forgetting to flush. <laughs> Chia, this happens probably, it's probably happened like, I want to say like three times, right? Chia gets so mad. <laughs> like she's, she's got pissed. And I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'll, I don't think anybody's going to understand you on that one. Oh, no, yeah. I'm not trying to make excuses for it. I'm just saying it happens. <laughs> like uh-huh. I closed the shit. Because I'm like, I don't want to get the poop particles everywhere. Right. But then in the... Then the, you just ev- forget. Yeah, everything. I'm like, yeah, okay. Me, man, wet wipe myself real good. Uh, what's, what the fuck Rick talking about? Ah, uh, he crazy. <laughs> oh, it's my, my fault. No. <laughs> no, Rick sent me the TikTok that was so funny, babe. <laughs> that makes me forget everything else. <laughs> so y'all don't be forgetting to flush the toilet? Nah. Nah. Uh, all right.
My bad. Yo, what up, y'all? This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Say it with us now. Blue Chew. Blue Chew is making waves and bringing more confidence to the bedroom by offering chewable tablets that can help men get stronger and longer-lasting erections. I mean, who don't want that? We all want some stronger and longer-lasting erections, man. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. I mean, that's just great. Blue Chew's tablets help men achieve harder, stronger erections to combat all forms of ED, erectile dysfunction, and Lord knows as we get older, we get a little, well, the erections get a little dysfunctional, all right? Blue Chew is an online prescription service, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door in a discreet package. The process is simple. All you gotta do is sign up at bluechew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online, okay? Bluetooth tablets are made in the USA and they prepare and ship direct, so it's cheaper than a pharmacy. I mean, come on, man. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And here's a special deal just for our listeners. Try Bluetooth free when you use promo code TIM at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com. Promo code TIM to receive your first month free. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. What's up, y'all? You know, uh, I'm not a great cook, but I do know how to follow directions, and that's why I F with the HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get fresh, pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Now, here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. Fall is busy. We're cozy. We're inside. Maybe we don't want to go out as much, okay? But HelloFresh recipes save time you'd otherwise spend meal planning, shopping, and chopping so you can get back to what matters, all right? HelloFresh offers the flexibility you need to easily customize your order on the app within minutes, easily change your delivery day, food preferences, and plan size, or skip a week whenever you need to. Now, your boy is traveling here and there sometimes, so it's great that I can cancel it, delay it, have a little HelloFresh ready when I get home. And, you know, I've said before, me and Chia love HelloFresh. You know, sometimes I'll come home after a long day of recording the podcast. I think, you know, I need to go pick up some 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 fast food. But she's like, nah, babe, it's cool. I whipped up some HelloFresh. We got the HelloFreshes on deck. I made some delicious beef fajitas. And I'm like, wow, well, this is amazing. And just for y'all, I got a special treat. Go to HelloFresh.com slash NoChaser14 and use code NoChaser14 for up to 14 free meals, including free shipping. I mean, that's just lit. One more time, go to HelloFresh.com slash NoChaser14 and use promo code NoChaser14 for up to 14 free meals, including free shipping, okay? And that's why it is America's number one meal kit. <laughs> I'll tell you something that, that men do, Nikki Blades. You might, not, you might not know about this. Okay, tell me. Let me ask you. I'll, okay, let me say before. You did live with a man before. This is true. I, I have lived with men. Oh, okay. So, okay, so, no, but, 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 many, but women don't know about this because this is what men do whether we're in our own house or at a public place. And I didn't know I was, a lot of men did this until I was on JK News one day and we all were like, yes, we all do that. Now let me, Rick, let me ask you this. <laughs> if there is a little piece of poo stuck to the side of the toilet, to. of course. You have to. <laughs> okay, here's what we do, Nikki Blades. Sometimes when there's a little piece of poo on the side of the toilet, 
that doesn't flush. It's like a little piece of poo, a poo particle stuck to the side of the toilet. We will aim at it with our pee and try to break it off with our pee stream and just clean it off the side of the toilet. Yeah. It's something we can do, so we will do. Yeah. It's a, it's a must. You can't just walk out and leave poop particles like the last asshole did. Because you, it's not yours. It's usually like not if yours. you're standing oh, up so to you pee. cleaning up somebody else's Yeah, because if you're standing up to pee, you, you didn't take a shit and stand up <laughs> and pee. Right. That's somebody else's. Yeah. So I'm talking about even in like, I've been to a, a public bathroom. If there's a little poop particle on the fucking toilet, I'm like, let's see how I can get this shit off, man. <laughs> Doing a public service. Yes. Yeah. I've sprayed pubes off of shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty cool. It's like a, a mini game. That, that sounds like fun, actually. You guys have fun with those things, huh? Yeah, we really do. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, okay, so I had seen this article from BuzzFeed, and it was... Men are answering the questions women are too embarrassed to ask, mm -hmm. and they did not hold back. So as soon as I saw this article, I was like, oh, I got to ask the guys some of these questions because they make sense. Sure. Now, a lot of them are about like relationships. So one of them was like, do you like it when a woman um, tells you that they feel safe around you? Yeah. I yeah. plead the fifth. No. <laughs> of course. Okay. Uh, do you enjoy late night chats as much as women do? Like staying on the phone? <sighs> like let's fall asleep together? Do you guys like that? You don't want elaborating. You just want yes or no's? Um, go yes or no. No, no, no. Elaborate a little bit on these because there's some other ones that I really want you guys to go in on. Okay. When it's a girl that you're trying to have sex with mm -hmm. and she says the safe what you think, it is a little conflict there. He's like, ah, oh, damn, if I try to have sex with her now, am I breaking that? That trust and am, oh. am I making her feel like whatever? So yeah, sometimes that gets a little hairy. And also on the on the asshole side of it, speaking of hairy, um, <laughs> it's also like, is she so invested in this more so than I am? Because mm -hmm. then it's like, oh, she's feeling all safe and shit, yeah. and it's not that deep for me. Is this gonna complicate things? You feel me? Because yeah. so then 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 it's at a point where she feels safe. And it's like, fuck, it's getting too deep. I should probably chill out. You uh -huh. know what I'm saying? You unsafe, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, 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 but then your second question was, what was it? Uh, do, you, do you guys enjoy late night chats? You know, the like the old school stand up on the phone late at night, talk about feelings. Do you guys enjoy that? If the conversation is a conversation, mm -hmm. yes. Okay. Yeah, I feel like once again, it goes back to how deep the situation is, right? If it's like, yes, I'm genuinely trying to get to know this girl. I'm enjoying getting to know this girl and it's just flowing. Girl, yes, let's talk on the phone till fucking 2 a.m., 3 a.m., whatever, right? Especially back in the day when we were like on our house phones and you could still, you know, get on the house phone and be scrolling through your phone, right? Mm. But like, if it's all, if it's still a situation where I'm like, man, I'm trying to keep this shit light mm. and she's trying to confide in me, all oh. this, it's like, <sighs> yeah. yeah. See, and so I don't consider those conversations. I consider that her venting. Ah, got you know it. what I'm saying? Like yeah. if, if we're talking about her problems, like granted, I'm, I'm a helpful person. Yeah. I'll switch the gears. Like, right. I was trying to have phone sex, but I guess, <laughs> but I'll, I'll switch and we can talk about that now, but I'm not like, ah, so glad we had yeah. that conversation afterwards. You know what I'm saying? So me and Rick have had this conversation in the past where when we were both like doing our thing, right. Just kind of having our fun. 
And then <laughs> Rick would be like, ah, oh, man, this fucking girl had me up, like, talking forever, like, confessing all her problems to me. And I had to, like, play psychiatrist and this and that. I'm like, bro, you better than me. Because when I was just on my I'm just going to have fun shit, when a girl would hit me with the, damn, I'm going through this and this and that, I'd be like, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> all right. damn, that's crazy. And ladies, yeah. if you ever hear... That's crazy. That means uh, wrap it up. Yeah, and I'd be like, all right, well, I'm about to go to sleep, man. This is how they would get me, bro. They would start with like a titty picture or something. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, damn, those are nice. And they're like, thank you. Yeah, ever since my ex, blah, 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 blah. Oh, I haven't mm-hmm. been feeling sexy. So I'm like, oh, and then <laughs> it just all comes out. I'm like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you got me. And I used to be like this. Hey, you know who's really good with this shit? My boy Rick, if you want to talk. Yo, hey, he's not lying. I'm pretty sure he's done that many times. Because it was definitely some of his business. Uh, <laughs> definitely Sheesh. <laughs> okay, this question. This is a good one. And you guys can just go in. Because the ladies want to know. She wrote it. I did not write this because I know what it feels like. When your co-host is. Oh, oh, damn. Oh, I know where this is going. What does the inside of a vagina feel like to you? Oh, okay. This is interesting. Mm-hmm. It, it, it feels like your inner cheek. Okay. Yes. But, but with moisture, more, more compression, yeah. more, well, I wouldn't say folds. It's just R- ridges. Ridges. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, so, you know, that's a really good description, actually. So in American Pie, when he fucked the apple pie, I, I never thought it, it felt like that. Right. Okay. Makes no sense. But when and I fucked a lot of apple pie. <laughs> <laughs> but pie, when you what you say? I said cherry pie. Though? <laughs> no. But when you um like, have you ever seen that video of that woman giving the the fellatio with the grapefruit? Mm. Like she oh. cut a hole in a grapefruit. Yeah. Um, I'm not mad at that comparison, like, because, yeah. like, I, I can see how that would make sense. Yeah. If you, like, threw a grapefruit in the microwave uh-huh, and put a hole in it like that, that consistency and texture okay. is the n- kind of makes sense to me. Closest. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, now this is a me question. Never mind, I'm not going to ask it. <laughs> I just thought about what it was going to sound like coming out of my mouth. I'm like, I'm not going to ask it. I don't care about it. Blaze, yours kind of feels like... <laughs> I was like, eh, never mind. <laughs> okay. You ever been to a beach where the sand is rocky? No. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> okay, this one, this, uh, you guys are the only ones that can answer this one. Okay, so what does it feel like to run around with no underwear on? Like no compression shorts, just swinging. I, I do not do that. Really? I, it feels gross to me. Oh. But my booty cheeks be like really close <laughs> together. <laughs> so it just, it just yeah, I, don't, I don't like it. So, okay, here, here's what's interesting, right? It's because um, there was a, a boxer brief company. So I fuck with Lucky Brand all the way. I love what Lucky Brand boxers uh, feel, how they make my junk look. And there's another company that, that I'm cool with. They send me shit. Um, but their inseam mm. always falls right on the tip of my dick, okay, in a way that is uncomfortable for me. Mm-hmm. And I, I've always said before, I don't have a huge dick, um, but um, but my dick be dicking. 
right? Like a dick does. And the inseam always, and, and here's what's crazy. is like, you know, my shit goes to the right. I've said that before. But for some reason, when I'm not like, uh, even a, a, a like, even when I'm erect a little bit, this inseam always seems to hit my the tip of my dick mm. and it's uncomfortable. They was like, you know what we should do? We should move the inseam <laughs> off to the side a little to bit the right. so it doesn't bother anybody. Uh-huh. Hey, maybe that's what's going on because this particular company, I cannot wear their boxer briefs. This shit's not uncomfortable for yeah. me. And like, and so like, I don't, I, I will never go without draws for like, Anything with a zipper, because oh you know, yeah, because it, it, it I always mm-hmm. feel like it's gonna hit rub the the, the my dick hole and yeah. it's just uncomfortable. Yeah, I can sleep in like some loose shorts with no underwear. Yeah, but that's about it. I can't like walk around. Yeah, okay. like walking from my bed to the kitchen bothers me. I <laughs> really support like my underwear fit like her shorts. Okay, tight. Like there's no like yeah space in between. Like it's like fucking. Like, it's support. <laughs> yeah. Bro, I'll tell you what I used to do. <laughs> this is like when I was younger. Fucking, you know, when girls would be talking about, like, looking at dudes, like, bulges in, like, basketball shorts or sweats or whatever. And so, <laughs> so I used to, like, sometimes just to make sure my bulge was bulging all right in my little boxer short, in my, like, basketball shorts or sweats, I would put on my drawers, but then take my dick out the hole. Like, cause you know how boxer mm-hmm. briefs have the hole where you yeah. can take your dick out to pee or whatever. Yeah. I would take my junk out the hole so my shit would just be out. So I would still like be swinging a little bit, but I would still have drawers on in my <laughs> my shorts. Yeah. <sighs> just in case someone was looking. Yeah. That's complicated. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the equivalent of girls stuffing their bra. I think it's uh, the, I think it's the equivalent I, I, of I, you ever seen a bra that had the nipples out? Like, what the fuck is a nursing bra? No, nah, there was. I've seen somebody wear a bra that held their titties up, but still had like something where their nipples were still out, so you could see the nipples okay. through the shirt. Oh, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Oh, okay, I get it. Now, this question is: since you were so good at describing what uh, a vagina feels like, what does an erection feel like? If, if, how would you explain it Outside to the women? Outside of your cheek. No. <laughs> <laughs> what does an erection feel Yeah. Like? And again, these questions are from women. I don't know. Never had one. So what does it feel like? I put it to you. Okay. For me, if I could, if I could liken it to a part of my body, right? Because it's not a muscle. Well, you'd have to liken it to a part of their body. So right. Because yes, remember, you're describing yes. it to women. Because right. women don't know what okay. it feels like. So it's not like a muscle necessarily because you're not consciously flexing okay but it's hard if you could imagine not being able to control flaring your nostrils oh but because like because that's not muscle but it is a part of your body that's getting hard but so flare your nostrils. Okay. Flaring your nostrils. Mm-hmm. But then imagine your pussy lips doing that. <laughs> when aroused, do you feel a difference in your clit? Blood flow. Yes. 
That's what it is. Oh, I would imagine that was a lot those are the same. The but, you no, were but, going. but I, I only say nostrils because nostrils it's involuntary. Sense. Be, be, is it because you can't you and, struggle to control it? And because your, your clits be so little, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. So I was trying to compare it to another, a more another a prominent yeah. part. Okay. Of your yeah. it, it's a it's a feeling feeling. But uh-huh. when you when you do that. Like mm-hmm. that, that push you get back there. Yeah. We feel that like back uh, here. Yeah. Like, it's a real that. Like but, when we do the thing that girls always yeah, joke about with a thing, the thing thing. Yeah. yeah, the thing thing. That's like, it's kind of similar to when we flare our nostrils. Yeah. Uh. But it's the exact same thing as doing a Kegel for you. Got it. To make it move. Uh, ah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now, as you guys can see, I have beautiful teeth beautiful teeth and someone once asked me tim how do you get your teeth so nice and i told them i brush them and floss them all right and here's the thing though here's the thing technology is getting crazy with toothbrushes nowadays like the brush brush toothbrush okay you know in my life some things have changed. I had a whole ass baby this year and life will never be the same. Similar to the way that life will never go back to being the same after using the brush toothbrush because you get a way better clean, son. And you know, I got I got a little dentist appointment coming up soon. Sometimes people are a little scared of the dentist appointment. What is the dentist going to do to me? But trust me, daddy. Once you start using this brush toothbrush, you're pretty confident in the clean situation you got going in on in your mouth, in and on your mouth, okay? I like it because it has different settings. You know, it has gentle, which and it has gum, which I use on my gums. I, I use the gentle on the area between my gum and my teeth because I heard like a long ass time ago when I was at the dentist, she said my gums were receding. So I had to go like kind of light on that. And then it has settings for like whitening and for your tongue. It's just great. It's just great. All right. And they got this super dope subscription program so you never forget to change your brush head ever again. Brush ships you new replacement heads every six months so you're never stuck using a worn down brush head. I mean, what's better than getting new head every six months? I mean, I would get some head, uh, new head uh, all the time uh, if I could. so get 15% off your Bruce toothbrush kit and refill plan when you use promo code NOCHASER at Bruce.com. That's 15% off using promo code NOCHASER at B-R-U-U-S-H.com. What's up, y'all? I mean, look, we're all people growing, learning, uh, creating, trying to be creative, trying to make sense out of this time we've been given on Earth, right? And every human was born to create. Whether you last picked up a paintbrush yesterday or in grade school, you can explore your creativity and be inspired. Skillshare is an online learning community that offers memberships with meaning, with so much to explore, real projects to create, and the support of fellow creatives. Skillshare empowers you to accomplish real growth, okay? Now, your boy, y'all know me, I've been trying to write a movie for a minute. Um and it's difficult it's a lot that you need to write you know this is more than just those little scripts i've been writing okay and uh which is lit for me because skillshare has options to help me with that for example there's a class that i took that is super helpful it's called learn to write movies screenwriting step by step by john watts which is what i need because you know i'm saying i just need the very simple 
basic like tell me what I'm supposed to do and that's why Skillshare is dope has different classes for all types of things all different skill levels you know whether you're a dabbler or a pro you know for me in terms of screenwriting I'm definitely a uh, a novice trying to figure it out okay but they got you whether you are doing it for a hobby or you're trying to master the craft discover what you can with classes for every skill level experience real improvement with hands-on projects and classes designed for real life skillshare is also incredibly affordable especially when compared to pricey in-person classes and workshops okay an annual subscription can be less than ten dollars a month all right and just for y'all i got a special treat explore your creativity at skillshare.com slash no chaser and get a one month free trial of premium membership okay that's one month of a premium membership at skillshare.com slash no chaser one of these questions was like is it true that you guys actually get random boners yes we know that by now um okay this is on the emotional side what do women unintentionally do or say that end up hurting your feelings like what's something that someone's done or said that they didn't realize was kind of mean and it hurt your feelings let <laughs> me go back to a, a funny story i don't know if i was necessarily hurt or if i was reacting to it because it was funny but <laughs> so when i was with my ex right we went to my boy peter's house and his mom uh, only speaks Spanish. She doesn't speak English, right? So <laughs> she was looking at my ex, who many who don't know me would say, Tim, she's out of your league, okay? Y'all know me. If y'all don't know, I always say leagues don't exist, right? Because it's like, I, I, I feel like if I got goals, I can make it happen, right? Yeah, I can play in WNBA if I want. <laughs> <laughs> so my, my boy's mom was like, had met my ex for the first time who was a very pretty girl and was like so why why are you with tim like what what do you see in him like why are you with him she could have said so many things she looked at her and was like he's nice (laughs) and i was like so everyone fell out cracking up i'm like you bitch (laughs) in my head i'm like of all the things to say this was like a tell me he's not cute without saying he's not cute you know what i'm saying but that's what it felt like yeah because it was like bruh you could i mean i know you find me cute but why would you out of all the things to say he's funny he's fun he's cute you gonna say he's nice? Yeah. <laughs> like, like it, it feels like she was going down a line. It was like, oh, that guy's hot. Oh, he's sexy. Oh, he, he's he's nice. Yeah. <laughs> like that's how it feels. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I guess that was one thing that I was like, I wasn't hurt, but I was like, come on now. Yeah. You yeah. could have said so many other things. You dirty motherfucker. Um, I don't have anything specific that I can remember. But I've definitely got my feelings hurt before, but I don't remember what it was. So I'm trying to think of something more general that mm-hmm. women could do. Um, I mean, definitely little jabs on uh, somebody's manhood. Mm-hmm. If you're a girl and you are close in size to your boyfriend, don't make I can beat you up jokes. <laughs> so I've don't seen, emasculate him. I, yeah, I've seen that. And it's like, you say it and it's funny, like ha ha. Mm-hmm. But then those girls, they go far away. Like, no, seriously, no, <laughs> oh. sir. I think I think I can beat you up. It's like, 
hey, calm the fuck down because I can't show you that you can't beat me up. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's starting to sound like you really think you can oh, because, you of my, because of my size. And this is for like the smaller dudes. Mm-hmm. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. Uh, I've, I've witnessed that happen and I felt bad for them. And oh, no. I've seen them feeling bad. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it's like, even if y'all was to play fight, I can't give you my full force. Yes. Yeah. Right. Because then you're wrong. Yeah. yeah. So like, chill out, bro. Yeah. I, okay. So yeah, I think joking about a man's stature damn you know what i'm saying because girls feel like oh he's a guy he doesn't care Mm -hmm. and but we care yeah yeah we care we care enough you know what i'm saying it's not like always on your mind but if somebody's gonna point it out especially if it's your girlfriend or some shit it's like hey motherfucker like god damn shut the fuck up (laughs) why you with me then bitch you know a lot a lot of these questions are things that are probably would have been set in their minds as far as like what men were back in the day, you know, the hyper-masculine, all this other stuff, and the men don't feel or they don't cry. Because one of the questions is, does it bother you? Or I mean, not that they don't cry, but it's like that they're um, like the male ego and all this other stuff. Because to me, I don't, if I ask you this question in my head, I already have the answer for you guys, but I don't think that's the general answer that most men would have. Um, Or at least what people would think. So, does it bother you if a girl is smarter, stronger, or makes more money than you? <sighs> I, no. Nah, yeah, no. Nah, I wouldn't say it ever has bothered me. Because mm-hmm. uh, That's us. Right, right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I feel like some of these questions when it comes to emotions, it's not the same to ask you guys. Oh, uh, yeah. right, right. Because you're so open that yeah. most people would assume probably like the... I don't ever want to date a girl that makes more money than me or she yeah. thinks she's smart. Like that very chauvinistic mentality. But I feel like you guys don't. So I know people who have dealt with it. Okay. And that assumption is what people assume, but that's not necessarily the case. It's like, oh, that's dope. My girl does X, Y, and Z or can yeah. do X, Y, and Z. But when she starts seemingly throwing it in his face, mm then the insecurities start to come in. Okay, so let let me ask you this. So that's within the relationship. Say you're comfortable in your relationship and your woman is a breadwinner. Mm. Do you, how do you deal with others around you seeing that your girlfriend or significant other is the breadwinner and you're not? Do you feel like that pressure is what some guys may feel that they're not, I, I think that would be a huge pressure. I think most men would still try to step into the role, mm. even if she has more of a means. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Unless it's like fucking uh, Rihanna plucked you off the bus stop or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you should be somewhere in life. Like if I'm dealing with a girl who's close to being a millionaire or some shit like that or makes uh in the high six figures i shouldn't be working at mcdonald's or some shit Mm -hmm. like that you know what i'm saying so i feel like even if she's making more he's still making something so he'll just treat the situation as if what she makes doesn't matter Mm -hmm. i make enough to do the things i'm supposed to do as a man right and I'm going to do that as a man, mm-hmm. and we're not going to have a problem. Okay. The only way it would be a problem is this, like I said, if she starts trying to swing it around or right. if she wants to be like, well, 
that's nice, but I'd rather have, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Yeah. The shit he can't afford. Right. If she starts to try to swing it around, that's definitely the issue. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, you're in this relationship and it's like, yes, this is the situation. You make more money than me. I have no problem with that. But then if she wants to, if she starts being like, look, bro, this is what we're doing because I make more money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and she starts to pull that as like a power card. Yeah. Then that's definitely an issue right yeah. that could cause some problems in a relationship because as i'm thinking about it on the reverse if a man is to sit there and tell me that type of shit i would feel the same way right. like yeah. you're using it against me so whether you're a man or a woman no matter what your financial status is if you're using it as a leverage in your relationship to kind of be like well i'm making the money so you got to listen to what i what i say yeah, yeah. it feels like you're living with your parents. Exactly. It gets tough though, because like I said, I know I know people in who have been in these situations, and sometimes it's not even like a direct throw it in your face. It's mm-hmm. just when you're at a certain place in life, your talk is different. You know what I'm right. saying? Like where a lot of people will be like, "All right, it's your birthday. We can go to Mastros." You got certain people who is like. What are you guys doing? Are you hungry? Uh, Mastro's? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They could just go just because yeah. of shit like that. So when you, if your girl is up here and you're here and you're like, hey, you want to go to Cheesecake Factory? Uh-huh. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I was thinking we could go to Mastro's. I want some. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It can start feeling like, damn, I'm, I don't think I'm good enough. Oh, okay. You know yeah. yeah, like I can't provide the life that she wants yeah. per se. God, ooh, ooh. I had seen one question that this woman had asked that said, is she stuck up for wanting to date somebody who is financially stable because she is? Does that make her a bitch? No. Not at all, because, you know, I think when... uh when you're someone who's worked to achieve a certain uh, level of whatever that may be, um, you kind of expect that from your partner too, mm-hmm. just yeah. because um, it just not only is like, you know, a certain like uh, level of, of uh, work ethic that you, you want to see in other people, your partner, whatever, but also it's like, it just makes things easier. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like, I want to see somebody, I want to be with somebody that is um, on my level career financially so it's not issues like we talked about mm-hmm. in the last conversation where it's yeah. like oh there's like a whole power dynamic where i have to limit what i'm doing to make you feel better it's like yeah. we could just we could just live life and do the shit yeah. you know what i'm saying without any issues mm-hmm. yeah no nah, I, don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with that uh for sure it depends on how people want to talk about it on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. When, yeah. when you want to talk about it in certain ways, then there's all these issues that pop up. I, I think it's weird when you talk about it. Right. Like that's that shouldn't be something you have to talk about. Mm-hmm. If you're truly at this level, then there's a good chance you'll be meeting other people at this level. Like mm-hmm. these are the places you're going to be in. Those are the type of people that are going to be there. When you have to go proclaim it, I need it. And it's like, you just seem messy. Okay. And it sounds like you want more than you have. Mm. I've done this, so I need one of these. Got it. You know what I'm saying? And Ooh. that's where the shit gets pretty fucking annoying. Yeah. Actually, that was a that's a really good point. It's yeah. like the overcompensating thing. Like, yeah. I'm working hard, but I want a man who's doing this, 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 and this. That's facts. Yeah. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. So if you want somebody who's financially stable, it's not necessarily something you got to 
proclaim. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because it will happen. Now, last question. Uh, What is one thing that you guys wish women would do more often? Shut the... No. (laughs) (laughs) saw that coming. Uh, Shut the fuck up and suck up. Oh, my God. Uh, All the the nice shit y'all just said. I, I wish women were more willing to try to understand men. Their men. Their I'll men. say that. Mm-hmm. Their men. I feel like men, we don't get the luxury of even trying to be understood. Mm. It's like there's a very clear cut idea of what a man is supposed to be in a woman's life. But then on the other side, women are emotional. Women are this. Women are that. All these things that we have to understand Mm. and work our way around and work our way through and just be that support system. But we don't get that on the other side. Okay. I feel that. I feel that. Um, you know, also, um, I think, uh, what was the question? What is something that you wish women would do more often? Women should do more often. You know what? I mean, I, I feel like th- this isn't any new information, but it's like, um, you know, women definitely, I think they expect, I, I like that nowadays there's more of a push for like men to like go to therapy, mm-hmm. like kind of uh, express themselves more. Cause I do feel like there are a lot of women who like feel like, okay, look, men just need to figure it out themselves. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And like, you need to not only, handle your own shit but also like handle my shit too right. you yeah. know what i'm saying they yeah. gotta because of like old whatever like in society whatever like mm-hmm. it's like men gotta take care of everything and take care of me right and yeah. it's like um a lot of times there isn't a understanding of like hey man dudes not only do we be feeling stuff but also like hey man sometimes we be sensitive right yeah. like we go through shit and it's like you know if a dude gets emotional the 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 automatic response is like oh damn you oh you got a period too yeah. like it's like you know mm-hmm, like they mm-hmm. they come at girls for being emotional and something right. like oh you on your period but it's like if a dude is emotional it's like damn like oh why you like why you so sensitive you yeah. know what i'm saying it's like bro it's like i'm not sensitive i'm just yeah i i i feel things as well yeah, <laughs> yeah. it is tough for me too yeah so understanding uh-huh. like definitely more understanding needs to be had that is huge and stop looking at people with just like, just because you're a man, you got to feel this. Or just because you're a woman, you should exactly. do this. Because yeah. what you guys just described was, ah, oh, y'all are human yeah. and yeah. treat us like we're humans. And listen, most of the time, like you guys said, as a woman, sometimes I have felt as though <laughs> what you literally said. And I've caught myself being like, you can handle it. You can take care of this yeah. and my emotions. But being able to take a step back and realizing, first off, we are difficult too sometimes acknowledging our shit, but then checking in with the people around you. So we do it with our friends. I feel like a lot of the times we're told, check in on your friends and your family. You should do the same with your partners. Yeah. And understand, I ain't no bitch. <laughs> but sometimes I get my feelings hurt. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no bitch but i'm bitch-esque (laughs) (laughs) yeah totally and you know luckily chia learned a long time ago that i'm a sensitive boy yeah (laughs) do you feel like uh toy understand your emotions um i i give her no choice but to okay like i'm i'm vocal yeah i'm going to say exactly what i'm feeling Mm -hmm. like 
I I did too long of the all right, let me just suck it up. I'm yeah. a man. I got to figure this shit out. I'm still going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that that part doesn't leave you. But I'm also going to let you know how what you're doing is making me feel. So your communication be- is really yeah, good. Okay. It, it has to be because when you don't, that's when you start building up resentment. Mm, exactly. And Ooh. they never change yeah. because they don't know anything is wrong. And that's something men need to realize too. As much as women need to be willing to understand us, we have to say something. Yeah. yeah. They don't know. They yeah. already have a built-in perception of what we're supposed to be, and that's it. Yeah. If we don't say anything, that never changes. Bro, there was a whole... So I've never been to therapy, right? But when we were going through the pregnancy, our uh, our doula had us had a little meeting with a therapist, like a couple's therapist or whatever, just to, just to uh, meet. And like, if we had anything we wanted to talk about, we could talk about it. And I had a low-key like moment where I was talking to the therapist and we we're just talking about the pregnancy and everything. And I was like, um, I was like, yeah, you know what? Like, even though she gets a little like um, irritable, like, or, you know, she might say something that bothers me or does something that bothers me. Like, I get it. You know, she's going through something. She's going through pregnancy right now. I need to like, just like suck it up and deal with it. And the therapist was like, no, like you, no, if you, if you have an issue, like this pregnancy shouldn't invalidate how you feel. And I was like, oh shit. Yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, well, damn, and like for sure, it it was like almost like a low key like release where I was like, okay, well, then yeah, I have been kind of feeling this and this and that, and you should know about it. You know what I'm saying? Where I was feeling like, oh, she's pregnant, she's going through this shit. I let me man up and suck it and suck it up and just push everything down. But but 100 percent. If you let that like linger and fester, you do start to build up a resentment where it's like, oh, okay, ah, you get to do it and I don't get to blah, blah, blah. You you, you get a little bitter inside, you know? Definitely do. Definitely do. That's why I think it's best to say stuff. Because I'll even say like the smallest shit. Like I'd probably be annoying with how much I share my feelings. Like the other day, and she does this a lot. I'm about to put you on blast. (laughs) We were uh, chilling in our room and I was like, all right, I'm about to shower. I get up, she gets up. I open the bathroom door, she goes in the bathroom. So I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> right? In my head. Then I'm like, nah, I need to vocalize this. Like, you heard me say I was going to shower, right? <laughs> She's like, yeah, that's why I'm trying to get my stuff before you shower. I was like, okay, but say that. Yeah. Tell me I need to get something out of there first. Mm-hmm. Because it looks like you just cut in front of me <laughs> <laughs> knowing what I'm about to yeah. do and that's weird a little bit you know what I'm saying uh-huh. and a part of me is like that's a very small thing right but if it happens all the time it's going to be a problem right you know what I'm saying like it's so I'm like okay I need to say something yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna say it as angry as I am because <laughs> it's small uh-huh <laughs> I understand that but you gonna know this is a motherfucking problem for yeah me. yeah so I, I'm I'm like that you now. communicate <laughs> yeah. I was I was just thinking we were talking about pregnancies and when it comes to having children and having babies a lot of the focus is on the mother yeah their life is changing, their body is changing, all these things that we've, we we see on a daily. Do you feel as a father going through this process as well that your experience during the pregnancy and your life changing as well is overlooked by that? Or do you, do you understand? Maybe because you were talking about the therapist, it just made me think yeah. like, do you wish you would have been asked a little bit more about how your life is changing? Yeah, well, you know what? 
like, well, like you said, right? Me and Rick are different. You know right. what I'm saying? We're very open-minded, in touch with ourselves as dudes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but e- even then, um, at the end of the day, even though, yes, I would like to be, you know, I'd like my side to be seen and appreciated and all that. I'm still like, she going through so much. Right. You feel right. me? But, but do you think that we overlook that sometimes like that a guy's life is changing as well and is that also why it's nice to have male friends that have babies already so you guys can vent about oh, well, it together 100 100 it it helps to um be because i i know especially from watching a really old episode of i love lucy that the husbands also get jealous mm-hmm. sometimes during of the moms because the moms get all the attention and everything's all about them um like you know, I, I can not for me personally, uh-huh. because, you know, you know, I'm like fucking like social media and shit. Like everybody's congratulating me, talking yeah. to me about the shit. Mm-hmm. But I can totally see how that could happen for a, 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 a dude that's not doing that. Yeah. Having a baby where all the focus is on the wife. And also you mm-hmm. are expected to push all your wants and needs and feelings aside for wifey because she's going through all this shit, right? Mm-hmm. I can see why a dude would like not only feel like jealous, but also kind of like neglected, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I'm like, hey man, this is my shit too. Yeah. Somebody show me some love. Yeah. So I can see how that would happen. Um, you know, and it's crazy now, I was just telling Chia because last time I went to go get a haircut with my barber who has who he he got two two kids. Right. Shout out to Vince, the barber. Like the conversation has now now that I've crossed over into that side. That's all we talk about now mm-hmm. is baby shit. Right. Yeah. Before when it might have been about like, you know, whatever going out uh, a little bit of baby shit, uh, whatever. Now it's like. The whole fucking hour was about babies. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's where it's like when you finally find a homie uh, or someone who can talk to you about this shit, it's like, yes, let's talk about dad shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. 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 I mean, it definitely gets overlooked. But what I learned about myself, and I feel like maybe a lot of men are like this. Y'all already know I don't need praise. Mm-hmm. I don't need right. congratulations. I don't need none of that shit. If I do something dope, I feel that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't need the outside. But if you give my credit away, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like me and Tim can make a skit. And if it's funny, dope. The people <laughs> love it. Yada, yada, yada. I don't need people DMing me. Yo, this is fucking hilarious. This is fucking hilarious. Yeah. But if somebody says to Tim, oh, that <laughs> part where blah, 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 blah. And they quote something I said and yeah. they tell him he's hilarious. Uh-huh. Pisses me the fuck off. Okay. Right? And they do that a lot. Well, yeah. they used to do that a lot. I'm like, yeah, I just assume he wrote all of my lines. We're yeah. right. This is back when we didn't mm-hmm. write and shit. So that type of stuff would piss me off. But I don't care if nobody just comes to me and gradually uh. just don't give it away. So I feel like it's sort of like that in the relationship world and shit too. It's like, like he said, I get it. You're going through a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm going through shit too. Yeah. But if I compare, you're carrying this thing. Right. You know so saying? it's the comparison so I'm not part. Trip. Mm. But there's a lot of women who will be vocal about how he has it easy. Right. He doesn't have to do and shit like that. And it's like, well, no, I don't. Yeah. One, I got to deal with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shit like that. Like, I, I helped create this life. I'm worried. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm staying up with you. We're yeah. reading books together. We're taking this class and that class. I'm 
jumping up at your false alarms, like whatever it is. Yeah. But that gets completely overlooked sometimes. So I feel like, yeah, that that's something that needs to be a little changed a little bit. One of the main reasons why I even asked that was because I had seen somebody. Unfortunately, they ended up losing their child mm. during the pregnancy. And I just remember getting the guy's perspective on the situation and really understanding that they even though the woman is going through i mean clearly a loss of a child is is very traumatic on the body there's just so much going on mental soul all this but there was a sense of neglect in how he felt mm. and almost dismissed because it wasn't you that dealt with it physically right. do you also feel that we don't know how to as a as a people, not just as a gender, but as a people, empathize with the male experience in those situations of uh, learning how to deal with uh, tragedies, or are we just looking at guys to be like you don't get to feel anything either? I, in that situation, I don't think it's a you don't get to feel. It's just like put the focus where it needs to be most. Okay, and like you said, with the woman she's carrying, yeah. It's a completely different situation. She mm -hmm. either had to still birth, right. you know what I'm saying? Like that's something a man will never be able to understand how that feels. Even though they're experiencing the loss, mm -hmm. they're not experiencing everything that Got came it. with mm -hmm. it. And yes, he still deserves and needs some compassion and some condolence and all of that stuff but i think people just tend to focus it where they feel it needs to be mm -hmm. most um it's neglect you know what i'm saying but i don't think it's malicious okay so it's the intent isn't to purposely hurt somebody but i mean I've, i i didn't even think about it till i'd seen that and i'd seen the husband be there for his wife and just was really there but then at the same time he expressed his hurt yeah and it was things that i was like oh wow i didn't even think about that because the first thing i thought was it's almost like oh i'm sorry for your loss but now i'm looking here and i'm forgetting that this person yeah. was involved as well yeah so, i agree yeah, so we just got to, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, we just got to learn how to be understanding. Y'all got feelings. <laughs> Guys, don't be afraid to express them. Communicate with your women or your partners because that helps a lot. I think these two are very good examples of how to communicate and work on things and work on yourself and work on your relationships, whether it is romantic or professional or in a friendship setting. So Yeah, man. And you know what? Like, I, I, I got to remind myself and even put myself in check sometimes because even in in uh you know the marriage like i feel like i'm a pretty open communicator but also you know i get into uh my head sometimes where i'm like all right it's the balance of like are you being a bitch right now do you really mm -hmm. need to be complaining about this and also like no i also need to recognize these are my feelings mm -hmm. and yeah. these feelings deserve yeah. to be expressed and like Nah, I'm not a bitch for wanting to let her know how I feel. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's always, you know, and even as a grown ass man, we've been in this relationship for damn near 10 years. I'm like, I still need to be like, nah, man. Let's talk about it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. We're all growing. Yeah. You know? That was nice. It was good. We had questions and you guys answered them. So, and Nikki Blaze's hair 
is great. <laughs> I mainly ask these guys these questions because I know my ass got to grow and learn. And I've had men tell me I need to work on my communication. And I don't have the luxury of being able to point the finger and be like, ah, you did it. They're like, no, bitch, you did it. And I'm like, you're right. I need to work on myself. So it is it's one of those things. I'm, I'm trying to grow, too, in relationships. I mean, look, that's facts, man. And like Rick said, you know, it's like it, when you don't express yourself you know, you start to build up this like little like this little bitterness inside and then your chick will have no idea. No idea. Yeah. And then the shit comes out and she's like, bruh, I mean, and this goes both ways. Like you, if you would have just told me this, yeah. Yeah. it wouldn't have been an issue. You got to communicate, but also your partner has to be willing to listen. Yeah. There are times where people express themselves and it comes off as nagging, but also learn what works for the person that you're with yeah. because every communication style isn't going to be received well. There's one person that you could be like, hey, what are you doing? And they'd be like, oh, my bad. Okay. And then there's other times where you have to understand that that reaction is going to get very negative results. Yeah. And I, I'll tell you what's happened with, with me personally, with me and Chia, is because I'm such a, like, I'm a, I'm a funny dude and I joke all the oh, time. No. So sometimes me not expressing how I feel, like you said, will sometimes manifest in little like jokes, little jokey remarks where mm-hmm. it's like, I'm half serious, I'm half playing, um, but I'm just like saying things because this, yes, this is annoying me and I'm saying it, but as jokes, but I'm such a jokey person. She's like, oh, you were serious? Yeah. She's right. Like, I thought you was fucking around. And I'm like, well, nah, I said it like five times. But she's like, oh, I didn't know you were serious. Right. Yeah. It's almost like you could have just told her once. But yeah. instead you were like, why don't you get that I keep saying this right, right yeah. now? Like, why aren't you getting what I'm trying to tell you? But you weren't communicating. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's fucked. There's so much in the relationship realm that needs to be unlearned. Like, they mm-hmm. taught us terrible shit yeah I, 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 I was gonna ask y'all how serious is it to know your partner's relationship with their parents um i i think i think that's pretty serious <laughs> but that's a difficult one to know because you're gonna know what they tell you you can't uh, really know so you just kind of got to peep from the side but i don't think it's as important as other things mm-hmm. but um yeah i've been having this conversation with different women for a little while and I realized like men want women, women want relationships. <laughs> and that sounds like, what the fuck are you saying, right? Women just be wanting a relationship. They don't give a fuck really with who. They have an idea type of man they want to be with, mm. but they don't have a man they in mind when they want to have a relationship. Men don't be wanting a fucking relationship. Then they meet a woman who's like, oh, shit, I could be in a relationship with her. Mm. And that's been like the killer of fucking relationships because there's so many girls who are just like, oh, he has this. He treats me like this. He says this to me. That's my guy. Mm. And it's never about who he is as a person, Mm. how he is as a person. They never focus on does he love himself? Yeah. Is he a whole person? Is he happy by himself? Any of the shit that's going to make him actually be a good partner to you. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's tough for me to, to hear. Cause I know some people feel that way, but I know you hit a point, at least I did that. Those were the quality. I looked for the qualities in those individuals. And I remember, and this is why some people hold on to, this is why some people hold on to people 
because they want a relationship with that person, but that person isn't developing the things that they are supposed to. And they're like believing this idea of them mm. instead of letting that go because yeah. they're invested in those things that you were saying. And sometimes people can't live up to those expectations. I know as I'm dating, cause I am single dating, I'm thinking about the people that I'm talking to and why I remember still holding on to an ex because of qualities as an individual that I believed in, but it still didn't make them a good partner yeah. for me. Right. So relationships are complicated in general, let alone adding the partner aspect, because when you're starting to look at somebody as a long term partner, yeah. you reevaluate the situations like, yeah, they're funny. Yeah, they're sweet. Yeah, they're great. Got a good job. But does that equal my partner yeah and and that's the most important part and i i feel like as men we're lucky because we kind of have that down it's like we'll see a girl and she's beautiful and it's like yo i'm about to make her my girl and then you start talking to her and she shows you things and you're like oh no i'm not mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying then where we get fucked up is like i'm still gonna try to smash <laughs> and she gets all complicated there right but then women on the other hand would see a dude and he's attractive and he's tall and he has money and they're like oh i'm about to make him my man and then they'll start seeing stuff that says no i shouldn't and they say we'll get through it yeah because <laughs> yeah. of all the other shit. yeah because yeah. Of all the shit he got and they'll keep going and they just know okay well i'm me once he really gets to see who I am, he's gonna change. No, nope. y'all never just like okay, nah. This I thought this was gonna be it, but this ain't it. And for us, it's quick. Like oh, not not the one. <laughs> this is not the one. Okay, I'm gonna have fun with her for a minute, but this <laughs> is not the one. <laughs> Nikki Blaze, you should go on married at first sight. I and should not. And just get married. I should. I should not. I didn't <laughs> wait this long to not have tattoos and uh, to not be married. <laughs> I don't even have a tattoo. I got commitment issues. I am working on myself. We all are at the end of the day. <laughs> um, but the but the beautiful thing is when you realize that we're all working on ourselves, and that's okay. It's you know okay. what's supposed to be perfect. We're all just works in progress. All right. Thank you for watching the No Jason podcast and listening to this therapy session we all just had. <laughs> um, at the end of the day, remember, the pussy feels like warm grapefruit. Or uh, the inside of your cheek, <laughs> as Rick would say. I'm or Tim Rocky Dothra Beach. Or Rocky <laughs> Beach. I'm Tim Chatherazu. I'm Ricky Shucks. I'm Nikki Blades. Bye. <laughs>